we got a great crowd uh, considering the weather outside, and we appreciate everybody making an effort to be here. And, um, we just look forward to having a great day in the Lord. I'm thankful I'm saved, and I'm thankful I know where I'm going uh, when this life here is over. Um, we just uh, we pray that uh, God will be here this morning, and we can all just do everything he asked of us. There's going to be opportunity here for people to get saved this morning, and I pray that they take it. I pray that they're able to come right and give the Lord their whole heart and get what I got. And uh, But we just uh, pray everybody do everything the Lord have for them this morning. I'm going to ask Brad to dismiss his Sunday school. Opportunity to be in God's house this morning, and uh, could be we could have a foot and a half of snow instead of just a half inch or whatever it is. But uh, we appreciate God's mercy, and uh, I told I told Terry just before I got up here, I said we've been having some tough Sunday school lessons. Leastways from a teacher's viewpoint, <laughs> and uh, this was no different. But it's all God's work, and uh, uh, when I get a lesson that I struggle with, and which that's that's all of them, I guess. But uh, I get a lesson I struggle with. I I try to pray, Lord, you just give me whatever whatever we need, and. Uh, so we'll we'll go with with whatever the Lord gives us, and uh, our lessons in the fifty eighth chapter of the book of Isaiah, and it starts at the sixth verse. But now I want to, if I can turn to it, find it quick enough. I'll, yeah, I got it marked. Uh,
in the, there's, this lesson starts at the sixth verse, but, uh, And starting at, I'm going to start at the first verse. He said, Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and shew my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. And uh, God, God was instructing Isaiah to tell the people what he told them. And uh, and he does the same thing with us. Every once in a while, he'll give Terry a a, a message to preach that kind of gets on our toes a little bit if we ain't living right. And uh, and that's that's necessary. Uh, you can uh, you can read all through the Bible. God's people seem like they were. They were up and down, and and sometimes they were right and and close to the Lord and, and doing real good, and then other times they was they was wrong, and and God had to warn them, and and sometimes they took the warning, and sometimes they didn't, and we've studied about them going to Babylon, and everybody knows that story, but uh. uh I want to turn to that a minute. I got a scripture I want to read a verse or two in the book of Jeremiah. And I, I didn't have it. Uh, in the seventh, seventh chapter of the book of Jeremiah, The eighth verse said, Behold, ye trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will you? Now, the devil will tell you, he come along and tell you you need to stay home from church or you need to, you need to go do some ungodly thing or whatever. Say, so it ain't going to, it ain't, one time ain't going to hurt you none. Uh, sin, sin, I don't care if you just, just do it one time, it's sin. And uh, and it'll get you out of fellowship with God. And uh, since I've been saved, the worst the worst place I've ever been is when I've been out of fellowship with God. <clears throat> and uh, let me read <clears throat> another verse. It said, Will. Will ye steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, and walk after other gods whom ye know not, and come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say we are delivered to do all these abominations? And uh, I've heard, <clears throat> I've heard it said, not. Not by anybody around here, I don't think, but I've heard it said that, that Baptists believed you could get saved and then just live any way you wanted to. And that's what these people were doing. And uh, 
said, we, we've been delivered, we've been delivered, we're, we're saved. In other words, uh, we're not going to get lost, so we can, we can just go do whatever we want to do. And they were doing that and going to God's house and going through the motions and uh, trying, to, trying to show the priest that they was, they was doing pretty good. And, and it, ain't, it ain't Terry Brock we have to impress. Although it helps. I mean, it, it helps him if, if, if his preaching does us some good and he can see that. But the person we got to impress is our Father in heaven. And the way he's impressed, if we, if we lay aside every weight and the sin that besets us and run with patience the race is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Now, I, I like the rest of that verse. said, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down to the right hand of the Father. Uh, the, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And I believe... I believe the joy that was set before him, he was looking at every one of us the day we got saved. And that brought joy to him hanging on the cross. And, uh, but anyway, that's, that's off this lesson a little. But if we're not careful, and this, I believe this, this is kind of what this lesson's about today, if we're not, if we're not very careful, we'll... We'll come to church and and just go through the motions. We'll we'll come up here and get down on our knees and mumble a little prayer that don't go nowhere higher in the ceiling. And I've done this. Now I'm I'm not I'm guilty. We'll come to God's house and go through the motions and or sit on the seat. And just look at the preacher, and, or the or people get up to sing, or whatever, and uh, uh, expect them to uh, to get a blessing out of what they do. And and a lot of times we do. That's when our heart's right. But if your if your heart's not where it ought to be, you're not going to get a blessing out of what they do or what you do either. So what we do has to be done. If they that seek the Lord got to seek him with their whole heart. And if our whole heart ain't in the service, we're not going to get out of it what, we're, what God wants to give us. And I believe, I'm a firm believer, that every time we come to God's house, God wants to open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing we can't contain. That's what he said in Malachi. He said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven. So God, uh, God wants to bless us every time we come to his house. And, he, and, and I'll throw this in, and everybody here has probably experienced this a lot, but, and even in between times. How many times, how many times you ever been at work and a song going through your mind or singing a song and God come along and bless you real good. I even, and I've told this hundreds of times, 
But God even woke me up one night. I was dreaming, singing Amazing Grace. And he, he opened the windows of heaven and filled my cup up, and it woke me up. I've, I've never experienced that before, but, but it, it's, it's still a blessing when I think about it. So God, God, gives us, God gives us what we need when we got our heart right. You get your cup turned up right, and he'll fill it up. And that's what he wants to do. He, but he don't want... He don't want no halfway stuff. If I'm sitting here on the seat this morning, and everybody in here can be rejoicing, shouting, praising God, if my heart ain't in the service, I'm not getting that. If I'm sitting there thinking about going home after a while and watching the Bengals play football, then I've sinned. And there ain't a thing wrong with watching a football game, but you've got to put it in its place. You can make wrong out of anything. These people I read about in Jeremiah, they had, they had their other gods that they was worshiping and, and that gods they didn't even know. And a lot of times we've got things in our life that's between us and God that we ain't even thought about. So we need to, when, 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 I get to the, when I get to the place that I'm not enjoying my salvation like I ought to, then I ought to go get on my knees, just me and God, and say, Lord, help me. I've got, got a problem. I need some help. Show me where I'm at. If I don't really, if I if I ain't really realized it, God knows. But anyway, these people, <clears throat> they were fasting, and and we don't really practice that, I don't guess. But they were they were fasting. They doing all the natural side of the thing, and 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 we do that too. We come to church here on Sunday. We go through all the right motions. We go around, shake hands, and hug people's necks, and uh, probably tell some of them you love them, whether you do or not. And I'd say most of the time we do, but but uh, <clears throat> if our heart's not right, who knows? But we go through the right motions. We get up, the choir get up and sing, and most of the time they do, most of the time, as far as I'm concerned, they do a super job. The Lord blesses them real good, and I appreciate that. But every once in a while, it ain't, it ain't as great as it is sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I get up here and try to teach Sunday school, and it's flatter than I board. And then once in a while, the Lord will bless me to testify a little bit. Anytime, anytime that I try to do my job or you try to do your job and we don't get into it like we ought to, God's not at fault. If I don't, if I don't, if I can't do my job right, it's my fault. <clears throat> 
and uh, now, by the same token, I want I want to put a little point in on this. Sometimes, sometimes we can be a big help if if we see somebody struggling. We can humble our heart and pray for them. And uh, <clears throat> I've seen I've seen people get up and try to preach, and and they were just trying. Which that's that's commendable, if they're if they're trying to humble their heart and get a hold of the Lord, that's commendable. But I've seen times. I've seen times that people were struggling, having a hard time, and and people pray for them. At least I know I was. And the Lord, Lord, kind of lift them up and help them, and and they get into it. And now I ain't saying I done that. I ain't got that power. I can beg God. I can I can talk to God, and and know that I get a connection. And I know he'll answer my prayers when I get a connection. But if God answers if God answers my prayer or answers your prayer, it's by his mercy and his grace that he does that and because he loves us. God God loved us enough that Jesus died for us. And how much how much more is he going to do for us? After we're saved, and I, he couldn't do much more than, than save us, but that's the greatest thing that ever was. But God will, God will take care of us absolutely. Now, that, I want everybody to understand this. God will take care of us. But that don't mean we're not going to have struggles and trouble and trials and sickness and all these things that come in life. We're going to have some of those. God's going to help us through them. And if he don't help us through them, he'll take us home to heaven. And what it don't get no better than that. When I die, I'm going to heaven. I got that promise the day I got saved. I'm going home to be with God when I leave here. And it, it like I said, it don't get no better than that. Is not, six verse, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Now God, God set up the church and put all the, all the pieces in place and all the things. He's got people that preach. He's got people that sing. He's got people. Ever, all of us could pray. And uh, all different kind of jobs he's given us, he's put it all in place. And uh, even we have to, the deacons take up an offering. And that's, that's part of the church. You have to have, we have to have finances to keep the place 
keep the heat on and keep the lights on and take care of the building, and we, we have to have that. You never, we never have, since I can remember in this church, heard the preacher preach on tithing or, or, or putting your money in the plate. It just don't happen. But I've been here, I've been here since I was just a kid. And every time, every time that this church has needed money for something, God's provided. Now sometimes it sometimes it went a little slower than others, but God's provided. So the preacher don't have to preach on that. We that the natural side of the thing, and that's what these people were doing. They were taking care of the natural, the natural things like a fast, uh, laying off, laying off of food and stuff like whatever. I don't know exactly how they do that, but uh, they were they were taking care of the natural side of the thing, and we do the same thing. We come in and and we put our money in the plate, and and we ought to. I I, I believe firmly that we ought to. But I can't brag about, I can't do like that Pharisee did when him and the publican went up to the house of God and the Pharisee stood up and beat himself on the chest and said, Lord, I thank you, I'm not like this guy. If we've got an attitude like that, uh, we're not going to go home justified. The publican said, Lord, remember me. Uh, for, forgive me, I don't know exactly how he said it, but he went down to his house justified. We come to God's house, we got to, if, if you're putting your money in the plate and you want a blessing from God for doing it, and there is a blessing in it. Do it right out of your heart. You want to get blessed when you when you sing your song or pray your prayer, do it right out of your heart. And you want to get a blessing when Terry preaches, pray for him. Right out of your heart. If we need something from God, he, He's got it. We just got to seek the Lord. He said, seek Him while He may be found. Call on Him while He's near. Uh, when you... When you get a chance, when God says, when you're at home sitting watching TV or something, God says, you need to go pray. Don't say, well, I'll wait, wait till after this show's over. I'm interested in it. And, and after the show's over, you ain't going to have no spirit to pray with. So when God says do something, we need to jump and do it right then. We don't if we come if we come to church half hearted, then that's the kind of meeting we're gonna have. Unless we can repent and get in our place. So God God's got everything set up just the way He wants it. And it's up to me to get in my place and follow what He wants me to do. 
Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? And that thou bring the poor that are cast out of thy house when thou hast when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Now God uh, if we do like if we do like when the uh, the guy was left for half dead and the priest went by and a Levite went by and they looked at him and walked by on the other side didn't offer to help him. If you see somebody in need and you can help them. Now more than, more than just a nat- down the natural side's real great and it, and, and it, it'll be a light to people. It'll help people. Maybe get somebody to come to church if they get help. But the main point, <clears throat> the Bible said be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you. So when, <clears throat> when we come to God's house, we ought to come ready. And that, Now that don't mean just, just here at the house of God, but, but I'm using this. When we come to God's house, we need to be ready to lift our Savior up to let people know why we're here. We come to God. Now, we should come to God's house. I'll say it this, this way. Now, sometimes sometimes this ain't the case, but most of the time it ought to be, and pro- I think is here. But we ought to be here because we love the Lord. David said, I love the Lord because he had heard my prayer and my supplication, and he brought me up also out of a horrible pit and established my going, set my feet on a rock. I love the Lord. And that's why most of the time I come to God's house. There's a lot of times I come just because I know I have to. And I ought to do that if, if I get down to where I'm struggling. I ought to have enough grit to just keep going. Say, Lord, I need your help. And, uh, but we ought to be here because we love the Lord. So we, we need to help people when they need help. But most of all, Come, come ready when we come to God's house. The reason we're here, the only reason, only, the only reason God left his church in the world, and we, we'll get down to that here in a minute, I hope, is to be a light to the world. And God's, God's been reaching out real strong to people in our services lately. I, I, believe, it, I believe conviction's been high. But we need, we need to do our very best to get our hearts humble where we can lift Jesus up every time we come here to try to prove, uh, the Bible said, try, prove what is the perfect will of God. And the, the perfect will of God is that our people get saved. That's, 
Jesus come to save, and he left us here to be a light to the world, to tell our people they needed Jesus, and to prove it to them. Not just tell them. If, if I say the best thing ever happened to me is when I got saved, my life ought to prove that. I ought, to get, I ought to be here every chance I get. And I ought to do everything I can to advance the church and, and, and to advance the kingdom of Jesus to reach our people. That, that's why we're here. And I believe if, well, I, th- I think when I get to where I'm not effective anymore or don't, and can't do my job anymore. The retirement home's waiting on the other side. And uh, so, but we need to try our very best what little time God gives us to be the very best that we can be for Him because He was the very, He was, He is the very best for me. Every day of my life, not just at Calvary. I got saved when I was 15 years old, and he's been with me every step of the way. Now, I ain't always been with him, but he's been with me. He's told me a lot of times I was in the wrong place, I was going the wrong way, I needed to get back in my place. So he's been... He is and has been and still is the best friend I've ever had in my life. And I've got some real good friends. And uh, I consider my wife probably my best friend. And uh, we get along real fine. But there's a lot of things that she can't do for me that God can. I appreciate, I appreciate how good the Lord is to me. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Thy light will break forth speedily. In the first chapter of the book of St. John, said, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. The same was in the beginning with God. And in him was life, and that life was a light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Jesus is that light. But when I got saved, he put that light down in here. So he, he, gave, he gave his light to me. And he gave his light to you. And he told us, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill that cannot be hid. Let your light so shine. Before men to see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So, I can't make it shine. God put it down in here and it's shining. I guarantee you, 
the brightest light there is in the world is right down in here. Now, whether I let it show up on the outside is up to me. But I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to keep myself unspotted from the world, be the very best person I can be for Jesus, so that my people can see that what I'm telling them is, is the truth. What I got down in here is the best thing that got, best thing out of heaven. And, uh, and they can have it too. That's the whole point. But we need to prove that, be able to live so it, our life proves that to our people. Then shall thy light break forth. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer thee. Shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, here I am. Ain't it great when you get on your knees and, and talk to God and, and he, he filled you up so much you can't hardly say nothing? Say, he's saying, here I am. If, if thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger and, and speaking vanity. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as a noonday. If you do what, if you do what God, the Bible said, I got it wrote down here somewhere, but I think maybe I can get the gist of it. Said, What thy hand find to do, do with thy might. For there's no power nor device, and I can't quote it all, but in the grave, whether thou goest. So what what God gives you to do, do it with all the might and the spirit that He'll give you to do it with. And and your life will be a light to somebody. Your light will your light will shine in obscurity. You might be going through life, and, and uh, maybe there's somebody you've never, never testified to or never really even talked to, and God give you an opportunity to be a light to them. If you take that opportunity, your light will shine in obscurity. It, it'll, raise, it'll raise in a place it ain't never been before, and it'll help somebody. Be sure. The people you come in contact with, be sure they can look at your life and not point a finger at you. So we, if the whole point of the whole point of being a Christian is to be a light to our people, that God can work through us, that the gospel can go through the church and. We got, this church has been blessed, and everybody here understands this, I think. This church has been blessed ever since the beginning of it with some of the best preachers that ever lived. 
we've had some real fine preachers here. And we got, we got, far as I'm concerned, we got one of the best right now. God's blessed us. But if, if we quit doing our part, we do like some of these people did, lay aside our, our obligations and the things that we're supposed to do, and sit down on our seat, and Vic used to quote that scripture, uh, a little sleep and a little slumber and a little folding the hands to rest, so cometh thy poverty. So if, if I get lazy, and God don't require much out of me, all he requires is a reasonable service. That ain't much. But what thy hand find to do, do with thy might. Do it with everything you got, everything that God will give you. And it will accomplish what God sent it for. I believe everything that's done in a church service that God directs is done for a purpose. And it will help somebody. Now sometimes maybe that's just done to help me. But sometimes if I can get a little help, then maybe what I do next to be able to help somebody else just a little better. So when Terry gets up to preach this morning, and when the choir gets up to sing, we'll strike there. When the choir gets up to sing, we ought to everyone be praying as hard as we can. Lord bless them. Give them the spirit to, to sing with power. And if, if we can, if we, we all get our heart turned that direction and the choir sang with power, Terry might not even have to preach. But if he has to preach, then do the same for him. Lord, give him everything you got. We need it. Our people need it. We don't know this, this could be the very last day that we've got to get our people in. Jesus could come today or tomorrow or else our people could die. People are leaving here every day by the thousands. So we need, we need to humble our hearts and get, give God everything we got that He could use it to get our people in before it's too late. And if... I'd love nothing better than to see every one of my grandkids and great-grandkids and so on serving the Lord. But if I'm going to help them, I'm going to have to hurry up. Because I don't, I don't know how long I'll be here, but it can't be too long.